So, as you can see, I cut my hair. And the reason I have this do-rag on is because I look like a PBS turtle under here. So, I'm just not ready for anybody or nobody to see what I really look like. <laughs> so, something I noticed about myself. I push a lot of women away. Like, a lot of women I've been dealing with lately, I'm just not really feeling no more like i just don't want to be bothered because it's like women want you to be shit that i'm like just not ready to be like for example you just meet a woman she wants you to be her boyfriend she wants you to do this she wants you to do that she has so high expectations for how y'all relationship gonna go like that is a lot of pressure on a, on a person woman like you can't you can't be doing all that you cannot be doing all that any man will be like whoa and and want to step back and i feel like even if I put all that pressure on a on a girl, like I feel like she will like step back too. Like this is crazy. Like like come on now. Also, these women gotta understand like things in my life are more important than our relationship. Like this podcast right here is the most important thing to me. Nothing comes before that. And I feel like these women don't understand that. Like these women always wanna wanna do shit and things like that. But I I got shit to do. And the reason I say it's me subconsciously pushing these women away is because in my head I'm hyping up situations that further my reasoning for not messing with you anymore like I tell y'all this story so recently I had a uh, girl come stay with me she real cool 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 girl but she smokes weed now me personally I don't smoke but I have no problem with nobody that does but I could tell with her smoking was a problem so I'll just tell y'all how the night went so when she first get there, she gets there about 9, 10 o'clock. When she first get there, she smokes. Cool. I'm cool. Cool with that. But after she smokes, she's like, okay, let's go to Waffle House. I'm like, first of all, I don't even eat Waffle House. Second, it's like 10. I ain't took no type of nap. I'm an old man. I need to go to sleep. So after like 30 minutes about debating about whether we should go to Waffle House or not, I tell her, okay, we can go to Waffle House, but you driving. So it's cool. So we get in the car. When we get in the car, she smokes again. I'm like, why are you smoking? It's like, oh, I just want my food to taste better. I'm like, what the fuck? So she started driving. Now, mind you, she just smoked. So she's driving really slow. That shit is pissing me off. So I'm like, bruh, speed up, speed up. Like, what are you doing? Speed up. Mind you, I live by nothing. I don't live by anything. No, f I have a piggly. Close thing to me is a piggly fucking wiggly. So the nearest Waffle House that's open... It's like 20 minutes away. So she get her food. Now we come back to the crib. Now, when we get back to the crib, I'm having looking at her dad in her eye like, yo, weed is a problem for you. Like, you smoke. Like, like you can tell, like, when she smokes, she turns to a different person. Like, that junk is, like, not attractive whatsoever. So I'm just talking to her, telling her. She says, okay, I understand. After this conversation, she goes to the bathroom. I ain't thinking she's doing nothing. I'm just thinking she might need to pee or something so we go to sleep now listen when i wake up my dad texts me i get a text from him it says why does the whole house smell like smoke i'm like what the fuck i go to the bathroom try to uh just get myself together you know brush my teeth wash my face things like that i go in the bathroom it smells just like smoke a weed smoke. So I'm like, bro, is she smoking here? So I go back. I'm like, bro, did you smoke in here? She's like, yeah, I, I did, but I only took like two hits. And 
like so now she just violated now you know she just now she gotta go she has to, like i'm trying to get her out like i'm like bro you gotta deal well, i didn't say you gotta i didn't say it like that I'm, I'm too nice of a nigga to say that but i was like bro i was like what time is it like in like an hour you gotta go my dad said you gotta go i was lying like fuck now mind you this is the morning i'm recording my first ever podcast control your emotions make sure you go watch that but and i told her that i told her i was like yo i'm finna record this podcast can you like I, you got a dip like before that like i got shit to do and she's trying to stay she's like no i don't care just just you know you can record your podcast i'll stay in the other room like no you gotta go like i don't like no you can't be here and it's just like sh- she didn't get through her head like i had something to do like my podcast like one thing i tell women i will never get in the way of what you want to do what's important to you and she just did not understand that like she wanted to just be around me even though i had shit to do and i feel like when me and the person isn't on the same page in life like you gotta let that person go like you cannot keep that person around because that person is gonna just hinder you from all your progress and keep you down and want you to be at the same place they are and i'm not for that so at the end of the day i ended up cutting her off but the thing about it is that i can't make heads or tails of I usually cut these women off after we have sex. Like after I hit, I, I just, I just cut them off. I don't, I don't know why I do that. But the question is, do I feel bad for it? Like, do I feel bad that I'm doing that to him? And I think the answer is no, because at the end of the day, it's all about me and about what I want. So my message to y'all is always put yourself first in any relationship you're dealing with. Because how can you make somebody else happy if you're not happy? And as far as pushing people away, whether you're a man or a woman. I feel like if I don't get this subconsciously pushing people away under control, I feel like it can hinder me in relationships long term. Because I don't feel like I allow myself to like people that much or or get feelings for women. I don't think I allow myself to do that because it's like if I'm going to be alone, I want it to be my choice. Not because you stop fucking with me. Cause that's gonna hurt. So I want it always to be my choice that I'm the reason why we don't talk no more. Shit like that. That makes sense. But let me know what you think. Get in the comment section. DM me on Instagram. Anything like that. I like to know. Yeah, man. So follow me on IG and Twitter at Mazo Money. That is M A Y Z O M O N E Y. Ask me anything I've said in the podcast or any question in general. I'd be happy to answer it. Welcome to the Mazo Money Podcast. I am your host, Mazo, and this is episode three. Make sure you rate my podcast five stars on Apple Podcasts. It helps my show grow and brings in new listeners. And today, man, fuck that culture world shit. I'm real emotional today, so this episode is about me. So a common theme in my dating life is I always talk to women when their birthday's coming up. And that shit is a sticky situation because it's like, mm, do I fuck with you enough to get you a present or do I not? Do we, are we doing this or are we not? And the thing is, I never talk to them all the way up to their birthday. So I like, I'll buy them a gift, but I never give it to them. I don't know what that shit is about. Like either we stop talking or they do some shit to piss me off. So I don't give them the gift, whatever. But I got some of the gifts here. So let's get into it. Got this Supreme bag right there. The Supreme bag cost me about $100 even. Which ain't really nothing, ain't really nothing. But every time I look at it, it hurts. Cause I really liked the girl that I was talking to, but she did some dumb shit. Now we ain't talking no more, and it's just damn. 
But yeah, I don't feel I don't feel bad about keeping this because you know what I'm saying. It's just it's a cool bag, but it's just and it was like looking at this, wearing it, bringing back the memory of her, and it's like, mm, like I said, I I just wish it could have worked out between us, but it, it didn't. But uh, that's 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 it for this, and um, yeah, now I'm sad. <laughs> now, uh, another another gift I bought a girl. It's this bonnet right here. Now, as you know, I am a bonnet boy. You know, been wearing bonnet for about a year strong. Real, real bonnet boy. Bonnet boys for L, man. But this one, every time I look at this, only bad memories come from looking at this motherfucker. Cause the girl I was talking to, it's just she, she, she wasn't shit. She wasn't shit. So, and be honest with you, when I had hair, my hair was looking better than hers. So this shit couldn't do nothing for her anyway. Why do I hold on to these gifts? Why do I feel like I need to hold on to these gifts? Why don't I just give it to the person I want to give it to? You know what I'm saying? Why, in my mind, in my mind, I feel like if I don't talk to you no more, I don't owe you shit. So if I do give you a gift I bought you, it's like, at that point, I'm a sucker because I don't talk to you no more. So what the fuck? Like, you going to tell all your friends, ooh, this nigga bought me a gift. We don't even talk no more. Like. I'm not I'm not gonna be that type of nigga, bro. No, that's not me. That is not me. I'm not doing that shit. So yeah, man, y'all y'all holding all the gifts out there? Y'all keeping gifts y'all bought women? Are are y'all just are y'all trashing them? Y'all throwing away? I'm throwing I'm not throwing shit away. You got me fucked up. Okay. A hundred dollars for this Supreme bag. I'm 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 wearing this shit. You got me fucked up. I'm not throwing shit away. Shit, y'all better than me. Y'all can throw that shit away. Shit. So ladies, we gotta we have had a serious conversation. Why? Are you making niggas wait for this anticlimactic pussy? Yes, ladies, I said it. It's real anticlimactic. Real lackluster. Because the thing is, women will make you wait for pussy that's not even that spectacular. Like, ladies, you have to understand. That shit is not helping you. You're hyping up your vagina to be something it's totally not. You got to think about it, ladies. When you make a man wait to have sex... In his mind, he's he's thinking, okay, this is going to be the best thing I've ever gotten in my life. This girl done made me wait X amount of time. Da, da, da. We getting real emotionally attached. Like, things are going great. But when you finally decide to have sex with him and he finds out it's some average pussy, he's going to leave you. Well, he might not leave you, but he's going he's gonna to be very disappointed. And you're going to see that shit. Either his emotions are going to change up. Either something's going to change. Like how you say, oh, nigga, stop uh, being nice after you have sex with him. It's because your vagina's average, ma'am. Now, I'm going to say this. I'm not going to think any more or any less of you if you say, rush to give me some pussy. I will be very humble and very gracious that you decided to put some pussy on a nigga like me. Because in the past, man, a woman has made me wait for some pussy. That, that just wasn't, wasn't. Like, be honest with you, I waited nine months, a whole infant, a whole baby to have sex. And I promise you, man, it was not worth it. It's like, women, you have this misconception that, oh, we're going to respect you more. And no, 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 no. That's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. Listen, if you make a man wait and he's, like I said in my last video, even a yoke, if you make him wait and uh, he's buying you, paying for dates, all things like that, paying for dates, taking you out you ain't spend nothing promise you 
He's plotting on you. Okay, he's plotting on he's he's plotting on you. Cause I promise you, as soon as soon as you decide to give him some pussy, and it's not what it's not what he expected, he's going to leave you. Or like I said, his y'all relationship is going to change. Like he's not going to be that old nice ass nigga no more. No, like I feel like you should be able to sue women for this. Cause this is just it's not it's not fair. Like I said on my last podcast, man, all pussy feel the same. It's really the head that separates you women apart. And I feel like you have to understand that. Like it's like you can't you can't. Just hold sex, just oh, like if you want to have sex with him, have sex with him. I promise you, the sooner the better. That way, expectations are are where they should be. I guess my only question is, ladies, how do you choose between the nigga you're gonna rush to have sex with or nigga you're gonna make wait? Really making one nigga wait for it is that's really not fair, ladies. And you gotta stop doing that shit. Making one nigga wait to have sex and another is not fair. Cause now I'm feeling cheated. Now I'm feeling bamboozled. And fellas, you want to know the trick? You want to know the trick to having sex with a woman? Act like pussy is not the only thing on your mind. Don't bring sex up in conversation. Don't be telling her what you finna do to it when y'all get in the bed. Like, oh, I'm finna tell that name. No, no, sir. Don't you, don't you let that come out your mouth. Don't you be like, oh, I'm finna tear that thing up when I see it. I'm finna, I'm finna, ooh, yeah, I'm finna do it to you. No, no, don't you do it. Don't you do it, sir. Don't you do it, sir. Because there is such a thing as talking your way out some pussy. All you need to say when a girl says she's going to have sex with you is okay. And maybe thank you, ma'am. She over 30. So, my main focus. Confidence. Now, confidence can get you anywhere in life. And for me personally, the time I knew that confidence was going to be a benefit to me is when I started talking to this 30-year-old woman. Like, the first thing, the first thing she said to me when we started talking was, I like your confidence. That's the reason I started talking to you. You're very confident. I was like, yeah, I know, lad. I know, lady. It's just, that's something. That, yeah, yeah, I'm like that. And it's not even, it's not even like confidence. It's so many aspects of confidence, even in like leadership positions. Like if you don't know what the fuck you supposed to do, just be confident. Being confident, bro, anybody will follow you anywhere. Just be confident. Like if you have confidence, motherfuckers will follow you into a brick wall, man. But for me, confidence has always been in me. Ask anybody in my family. Ask anybody that's ever known me. I've always been a confident motherfucker. Like, you can't have a podcast. You can't be doing things that people can see without confidence. Because you really can't give a fuck what nobody say. And that's, I don't give a damn. You niggas ain't put no money into this. I don't give a fuck. Like, that's another thing. I don't need motherfuckers to tell me I look good. Motherfucker, I know I look good. Shit, I look in the mirror too. I just feel like you motherfuckers just gotta stop doubting yourselves. Try it out. See what, bro, the littlest thing will give you confidence. Looking good, feeling good, having nice stuff. Bro, confident, bro. You gotta be confident, bro. You're not gonna be successful in nothing. Nobody's gonna listen to you. Nobody's gonna take you serious unless you're confident. Let me tell you something. Like I said, I know I look good. And I always say this you're only as ugly as you feel. Is what an ugly nigga would say. But I'm being serious. Like, listen, you're only as ugly as you feel. Don't let nobody tell you you look bad or look this, look that. Bro, how do you feel? If you just bought the new freshest clothes, yeah, motherfucker. You is that nigga. You that nigga. Don't let nobody tell you otherwise. But yeah, man, y'all y'all tell me y'all confident stories. Yeah, what, 
When was the last time you just felt like, yeah, I'm I'm me? Come on now, y'all tell me y'all. Let me know when y'all realize, yeah, I'm I'm really like that. I'm like that. I'm like that. Come on now. So fellas, have you ever been a sucker? Have you ever dealt with a girl that gave a nigga some pussy off the muscle, and it came and when it came around to you, she made you wait? Yeah, I've been there. And ladies, I want to tell you that shit is not fucking fair. And I'd be wrong. I'd be dead the fuck wrong if I brought that shit up to you. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. So, ladies, y'all will mess with dudes that I know uh, are like, yeah, yeah, we'll just put it like that. Dudes that I know, and I only know that you gave this nigga some pussy just off him saying, hey. But when it gets to me, oh, now you want a boyfriend. Like, that shit is not fair. And I'd be dead the fuck wrong if I brought that other shit up to you. Like, oh, you told me you told me you want a boyfriend, but now I tell you, why didn't you want a boyfriend when Jamal started talking to you? Oh, when Terrence started. Well, where? Why didn't you want a boyfriend then? But now, oh, I'm just, all of a sudden just boyfriend material? No. no. You would not make me out to be a sucker, ladies. You know, it won't happen. And sometimes not even that you knowingly know who she been with. It's just... They'll tell you that shit. They'll tell you they just had sex with a dude within a couple of days of meeting or this and that and that and that. Like, like, bro, keep that shit to yourself. That shit hurts my heart every time I hear it. Like, God damn. You telling me you let, met this nigga at a Wendy's and he gave you some fries for free? And I, like, come on, bro. Because now I'm having conflicted thoughts. Do I want to be with her or do I not want to be with her? And I feel like it comes from maturity. You have to, you have to be a really mature motherfucker to not let somebody's past get in the way of y'all being together i i honestly truly feel that because now because at the same time you got to rationalize the situation she told you you like be like okay shit i'd be pretty excited if motherfucker gave me a large fry for free too so i really can't fault her for that <laughs> like bro what the fuck bro <laughs> like, like like my nigga like no bro like ladies that shit is not fucking fair Okay, that shit hurts our feelings. You gotta stop doing that shit. But at the end of the day, fellas, we can't we can't hold her past against her. We cannot do that. Okay, her past, her past. Your past is your past. Okay, you didn't hit some hoes straight off work. I'm saying they they just worked that eight to four, that nine to five. Yeah, yeah. You didn't. Yeah, she didn't take a shower first, and you ate that thing too. You know, you know you did. So so no. So yeah, don't hold her past against her. If you want to be with her, just be with her. Don't care what nobody thinks. If you want to be with her, if she's the woman you want to be with, be with her. Because I believe she truly wants to change, truly wants to be a different person, she will. And she'll own up to her mistakes. So somebody that's been really, really popping on YouTube, Kevin motherfucking Samuels. Now, my question for you is, is he a guru or is he an asshole? I'm thinking a little bit of both. Because I encourage, okay, first of all, I encourage everybody to go watch his, watch his channel. Kevin is motherfucking hilarious. It's just the way he tells women the truth. Like, he does not hold anything back. Like, for example, if a woman calls herself thick, Kevin, no. Kevin calls her obese, which is, which is kind of the truth. Like, you ever hear Kevin Samuels talk to a woman? The way he just get, like, women, women don't like to be quiet and nothing. Okay. Women are 
great at arguing, but let me tell you something. Kevin is way, 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 way better. The way he just gets these women to listen and, and, and take in what he's saying is something I aspire to. Like, my nigga, how do you do it? How do you do that, Kevin? Like, the thing is, Kevin opens your eyes in a way that, okay, men aren't the problem in dating. It's really women and their high expectations, their high standards that fuck them up. Like, I'll explain, I'll explain how the show goes. So, when a woman calls in, Kevin asks the woman's height, weight, and dress size. Now, based off that, and he also tells them, okay, rate yourself on a scale of 1 to 10. You can't use 7. Now, most of these women say 8. Now, when they say 8 or above, Kevin be like, okay, cam up. Get on camera. And Kevin gets his gives his honest he's very honest opinion how these women and most of the time these women be hyping themselves up they are not eights they are not nines or not tens and he tells ma'am the reason you're single is because you have these high standards for just something you can't you can't you can't match up with your looks aren't there you're overweight you're this you're that and that's the reason you're single because you're not you want what he calls a high value man but really, ma'am, you just need average. You're good enough for average. Because these women be be having kids, be over 30, be wanting high-value men. Men that are successful in the world, make over a certain amount of money, and they're just, no, you're not, you're not going to find a man like that. And the thing is, that makes Kevin's opinion so valid, Kevin's opinion so true. Because in in real life, in actuality, Kevin is a uh, image consultant, and guess how much this motherfucker charges? This motherfucker charges upwards of nine hundred dollars an hour, and fucking hour, just to tell you some shit you could just be honest with yourself about. Like motherfucker, if you need to lose weight, just you know you need to lose weight. You don't need Kevin to tell you that shit. If you if you got two kids, if you got if you're over there, you know the chances of you getting with a man that is high value, this or that, is very slim. So man, why are you playing with yourself? And he also does men too. He he tells men where they rank in the world. If you know you on your mama's couch, mama's basement, ain't doing shit in life, motherfucker, why are you trying to do this and that? Why are you trying to be with this girl and that girl? Motherfucker, you need to be on your motherfucking purpose. And I hate saying that fucking shit because, all right, I'm going to do another video, another podcast about this dude, Alpha Male Strategy. I ain't going to talk about it now, but that saying is so fucking, that shit's so fucking lame, but we're going to get into that on a later date. Okay, another topic that Kevin hits on very well is where women get their advice from. Now, I'm going to talk about, I'm going to talk about black women in general, black women in general. Who can tell black women the truth? That's the question. Who can tell black women the truth? And I ask this question to, to different women. They say other black women. Well, to be, to be honest with you, they're not telling you the truth. They're telling you what you want to hear. They're telling you exactly what you want to hear. See, nobody can tell black women the truth. They always think, oh, that's offensive. No, 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 no. I think this, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think the statistic is over 80% of our black women is obese or overweight. Let me tell you something. That is something that will hinder a lot of our women from finding quote unquote high value men. And you have these other black women that will tell us, oh no, girl, you thick, you this and that, you, weight looks good on you. Don't, no, that's not the truth. 
And another aspect of it is, okay, let's say you're about 25. You're 25. You're a 25 year old woman. Okay. Now you're getting advice from your mother you're getting advice from your aunt and let's, let's put in, uh, another aunt in there. Let's put another aunt in there. So your mother's divorced. Your aunt has never been married and your other aunt is, what is she? She, she's filing for a divorce as we speak. Now, if you take advice from all these three women, your outcome is not going to be, your relationship is not going to be shit. Your relationship is not going to be where you think it's going to be. Cause you're taking the advice from women that have all failed in relationships. And that's something Kevin, Kevin says, these women are your enemy. Cause they're telling you, they're giving you advice that's just not going to help you. It's not going to help anybody. And you're taking advice from single women who haven't been in a relationship in 10 to 15 years. Old as dirt. No, stop taking advice from these women. These women cannot give you good advice. And that's just coming Kevin and think about Kevin. He articulates his thoughts, his ideas so good. Like that's something I aspire to be. And in the future, Kevin Samuels reaction coming soon. I'll tell you, man, this motherfucker's videos is funny. Just how he just be telling these women the truth. Man, that shit be funny as fuck, man. But yeah, Kevin Samuels reactions coming soon. <laughs> Bro, I'm trying to tell you that shit. That shit going to be funny as fuck. I can't wait. So school's upon us. Next week, I'm 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 back at it, man. Man, man, school's a whole ass nigga, man. I just want y'all to know that, man. School is a whole ass nigga. I fucking hate school. Shit costs too damn much. Shit. And the thing about school, I want to let y'all know how to get a job while in college, while in high school. But this is gonna be the Corona edition. So I'm gonna show y'all my resume real quick. Hold on. So you see here, here's my resume. So first. As you, see, you can steal this if you want to. You need the objectives. What are you trying to do in a company? Okay. Steal this. Take this. To further my knowledge within an organization that allows opportunity for growth. That could be anything. Okay. Fucking cleaning bathrooms, taking, writing down names on a paper, whatever you want to do, that shit, that shit will work for it. Okay. Now you need your qualifications. Okay. Anything, steal this shit too. I don't, I don't need this shit. It's still it. Take it. I don't need it. Ability to work in a fast-paced, deadline-oriented environment while effectively producing under pressure. Detail-oriented nature and excellent communication skills. Extensive interpersonal skill. I don't even know what interpersonal mean. And proficiency, oh yeah, and proficiency in relating to individuals in complex situations. Now you need achievements. Anything you've done, anything you've accomplished, put that shit down. If you was a roller derby champion back in 2012, put that shit. Hey, put that shit in there. Now, this when it comes to your employment history. Now, let's be honest. Okay. Now, disclaimer. I've worked about 10 different motherfucking jobs since I was 16. I'm 20 now. I worked at Chipotle. I worked at Willie's. I worked at goddamn, what's the other place? Fucking... I can't remember all of them, but I worked at a lot of motherfucking jobs, man. But as you can see, all that shit is not on here, okay? I say, if you can, only put your most important job on there. The job that you did that was entailed everything that 
is going to propel you at your next job, what you're going to do at your next job. So, because the thing is, jobs, they look for loyalty, okay? They don't want to see that you worked at this job for four months, uh, another job at five, another job for two. They don't want to see that because they think, oh, shit, when you come to us, you're just going to get a couple motherfucking checks and you're going to leave. They don't want to see that. And let's be honest. Motherfuckers ain't, motherfuckers don't give a fuck about your references. And let's be, and another thing, motherfuckers ain't calling these motherfucking jobs. Like, nobody's calling your job being like, well, when he worked at Wendy's, did, did he, did he flip the patty that, that correctly? Did he, did he do it in such a way that everybody was satisfied? Nobody's doing that. No, nobody's doing that. So don't worry about, oh, what if they call? No, just put, as you can see, I, I did not work at TJ Maxx as long. Well, I don't know. I might have. Look, no, I didn't. I didn't work here that long. I did not work there that long. So put the job that was that more so has to do with where you're applying for later on, and then put that down. And I say two years is a good time limit. You could put just two years that you worked that job for two years. You job's gonna be calling you left and right. Now, as far as your references go, nobody gives a fuck about no fucking... Like I said, they're not calling those people. Fucking Walmart. Fucking H&M. It's not calling your references talking about some, oh, how does this person fold clothes? No, nobody's doing that shit. So don't worry about that shit, bro. Now, off the resume. And another thing on your resume, put where you went to school, what you're doing, things like that. So now another thing. Now, when you do the online applications and you got to put in your availability, always put on there that you are going to work whatever, whatever, whenever they want you to work. Jobs love that shit. Okay, don't be putting on there that you can only work this time on Monday, that time on Wednesday, uh, Thursday you off, but you can work this time. No, jobs don't like that complicated ass shit, man. If you really want a job, Put that you can work every motherfucking day at any motherfucking time. Jobs gonna call you back right then and there. They are. They're gonna call you. They're gonna call you faster than I don't even know. See, but the thing is, when you do that, they're gonna expect you to work that amount of time. So, what you gotta do? You gonna have. You gonna have to work that amount of time. You. I'm sorry. You gonna have to do it. Okay. Just work it for about two, maybe four weeks. But then after that fourth, after that second week, going that motherfucker, hey, I got to change my schedule. I got shit to do. What can we do? Man, if you really want a job, man, you got to, you got to, you got to put that shit on your schedule, man. You got to. You know, so like I said, they're going to be calling you. They're going to be like, okay, okay, he can work this time. He can work every day of the week. Okay, let, let's get him in for an interview. Now, when you go for your interview, always get there 10 minutes early. And I know, I know, I know that the motherfucking job, you get there 10 minutes early, it fucking... Interviews at damn five o'clock. Your interview might not start till five thirty. I fucking hate that shit. Okay, why are you playing with my time? Cause I didn't play with yours. But jobs do that. Jobs do that. So just get there ten minutes early. You know, what I'm saying just wait around and do what you do. Now here's what's gonna get you hired. Always ask the question: What does it take to be successful working here? Or what does it take to be successful in the position I'm applying for? Jobs love that shit. They're gonna be like, oh, well, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> they're, they're, they love that shit, man. Always ask that question. Don't be asking questions about 
what can I wear while I'm working here? What what is the, the can I wear these? Can I wear that? Can I wear a ripped jeans? Don't be asking them type of dumbass questions, man. And ladies, don't be asking if you can get your nails done, wear your nails. Don't be asking that shit, man. They hate that. Don't be asking that shit. And listen, always print out your resume. Always, always, always print out your resume. Don't care if they, I don't care if they didn't ask you to print out your resume. Always print out your resume. That way, if they want to reference something that was on your, here, here you go. My resume right here. And y'all, hey man, y'all know what to wear to an interview, man. I ain't got to tell y'all that shit, man. Y'all know, come dripped out. Not dripped out. Don't be wearing no fucking chain shit, but... Man, just come to interview how you... Man, y'all know what the fuck I'm wearing. I don't give a fuck. But yeah, man, that concludes episode three. Talked about a lot. Mm, I don't know if I got everything off my chest. I might come back with a couple more videos. But till then, stay positive, stay motivated, and be productive. And I'll see y'all next episode.